Okay. This is video log 12 times 2132. Do I have to do this now? Like, I really need to get some rack. No, now, when it's fresh. Okay, location, shack. And the days are starting to blur together. Check out Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> Like these days been blending to fucking gather. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another fine edition of the Fake Ass Radio Show on Podbean and Strangelabel.com. I am your host, Scab D. This show is brought to you by hand sanitizer that's been made by breweries. And then, bottled in beer cans. Hey, that's not beer, stupid. That's hand sanitizer. Made by breweries. And bottled in beer cans. And the Poison Control Center says, crack one open today. (laughs) Coming up in the hour, we got music from Fiona Apple, Aesop Rock, Danny Brown, and so much more. Oh my. And uh, you know what? Hey, Gene Techman is here too. My man, Gene up, Techman bro? in the motherfucking house tonight. How the hell are you doing? In the building, Gene Techman, perspective changing hip hop sponge, man. What's happening, bro? How you been, bro? Hanging in, man. Hanging in, as per usual. Um, yeah, yeah, the fucking breweries are, are stepping up stepping up their game and using their resources to make uh, hand sanitizer now. Yeah, it's wild. But get in where you fit in. I mean, do it up, though. But they're putting the shit in beer bottles and cans. That's the only <laughs> thing, right? So you got to be careful when you're drinking them beers now because uh, you might fuck around and <laughs> drink a goddamn can of hand sanitizer during this uh, I mean, coronavirus. From yeah. what I understand, that's what works. I mean, you just got to get it inside <laughs> you. Everything's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think it would be good, and uh, I really hope the general public doesn't start ingesting disinfectants any more than they already are during this COVID. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure how or why they might get that idea. <laughs> I, I honestly can't fucking believe how or why they might get that idea. I mean, this is America, man. Let them do what they want to do. This is freedom, goddammit. If, if you want your sanitizer in a beer bottle or a can, let it be in a beer bottle or a can. I really hope people aren't imbibing <laughs> bleach and uh, hand sanitizer and fucking rubbing alcohol. All right. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. We're all doomed. We are all fucking doomed. Right? I mean, God help us. God help us. God help us. I said, don't listen to anything the president says regarding COVID back in February when it was just hitting this country. And uh, I'll say that my position still stands there. (laughs) Undoubtedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it jesus Christ. yeah 
What else is going on, man? <laughs> hey, man, you know, did I hear that rapper Travis Scott did a free concert inside of your video game the other night? Dude, in my video game. And I say, Fortnite, yes. I, I say your video game because I don't play video games anymore. I don't. Bro, I'm not mad at you. And I'm a, I'm a for, former video game addict, like true problem. I had an addiction. I also was competitive. I almost went out to California to compete at one point in time in my life. Wow. <clears throat> but I tell you what, though. Fortnite was a game that I was cursing little kids for playing. Like, why are you guys playing this damn game? You're stuck in this game, whatever, until I started playing it. The game's actually <laughs> fun, man. It's, it's too damn addictive. I won't lie. If you haven't played it, you probably shouldn't play it. But they did this special occasion where they had uh, this entire 10-minute Travis Scott concert where he was hyperimposed in the Fortnite game. So the closest thing I can call it was a playable music video. And honestly, bro, it was one of the coolest music video experiences I've ever seen. I'm not even a big fan of Travis Scott, to be honest with you. But I loved it. That's some creative shit right there. I won't lie. That's pretty creative. Dude, I was hyper impressed. And for the occasion, man, like to have this rapper just come in in this digital world that you've been playing, you know, so you're familiar with it. And it was like an occasion. There's a concert coming up. Travis Scott concert. And in this concert, it, he was five stories tall, epically walking all over this entire universe as a stage. But then it went into this like, trippy psychedelic like flying through the sky experience to this brand new kid cutty song of his that he has it's it's it was absolutely amazing you know and it was just I, I thought it was awesome i was hyper impressed and i can't wait to see what other platforms or what fortnite does again to find out that they brought in over 12 million viewers to watch this concert for this quick little 10 minute period of time absolutely amazing absolutely amazing no doubt no doubt on some really, really creative shit. I have a little bit of the audio right here if you want to peep this. It is pretty fucking sweet. He just kind of flies in like a meteor and crashes into the earth. And as he's walking through the stage, like walking through this world, this Fortnite world, you could literally walk and run around it. Like they asked yeah. that you showed up to the concert 30 minutes early. So literally there were people at this like venue, like a real life concert. You know what I mean? Like starting to collect. They were added on. You can kind of shoot people and play playfully, you know, and die. And like, it didn't like take or any points or anything like that away. And then all of a sudden, yes, here comes this big ass meteor that comes in and explodes as like, it's uh stage time and just, bro, I was hyperly impressed, bro. It was, it was amazing. See, now that's what I was wondering. Like, does the gameplay completely stop when Travis Scott comes on? No, you're still playing. So you're still a character in this world. And you could have a different perspective depending on where you're at, wherever he's at. But it's up to you if you want to be there, right? You the, the, won't just completely interrupt your game. For this occasion, you could play the game anytime, 24-7. The way it works, I mean, 100 players play in one game at a time every single time the play starts and it's live. So you're playing people. You could talk to people live over your, you know, if you're on a team with them. So up to four people, you're on a team, you could talk to them. So... For this 10-minute interval, there was no gameplay allowed. See, now that would piss me off. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, yep. that would piss me off. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Interrupting uh, my fucking video game. Uh, and I'm glad you had kind of explained how the gameplay works. I have no clue how Fortnite is played, what it's all about. I guess only you said only 100 people can play at any given time. I didn't know that. Per game. Per, per game. game. Okay. Millions of people play it at a time, but per battle royale okay. up to 100 people so once that battle royale fills there's 100 people boom that game actually starts and you're in a competitive zone of gameplay at that point but you can play live and talk to people live there's like parties people can join your party just to listen to your gameplay i mean this whole universe of internet and video and virtual bro it's it's actually pretty wild unless travis scott decides he wants to do a 10 minute concert in there then you got to stop and watch him <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that would annoy me. That might annoy me if I'm like really into the fucking game and shit. And like, it seems like it's a, an exclusive thing or whatever to get into one of these groups or whatever. If there's millions of people, 
I'd get pissed, man, if I got interrupted and I'm trying to fucking play. I'd, yep. get, I'd get pissed, man. Do you do you remember Simon's Quest, Castlevania 2, back in yeah, the day for I Nintendo? Yeah. Right? I remember getting so fucking pissed at that game. Because you'd be playing, you'd be doing whatever you're supposed to be doing, and then all of a sudden, the game would stop, and everything would go silent, and the screen would fucking pop up talking about a curse or some shit, and uh, day turns to night, right? And what happened then was it would turn into night, and you couldn't advance in the fucking game <laughs> until it became day again. Oh. All right, it would turn into this bullshit zombie night version of whatever level you were playing. And mm. you couldn't keep advancing in the game uh, until it stopped. It was pointless. You just had to kill zombies until the game turned back into the day version again. And it would last for five minutes every time it would do this fucking shit. This wow. fucking... Simon's Quest. Fucking horrible, horrible game. I remember that game, and I don't think I ever played it because of that fact. Dude. It I was don't think bullshit. I ever it because of that. The designers of that game fucking had their heads so far up their asses. Uh, without a doubt, there's nothing good about that game. And I remember getting pissed about it because I'd get fucking interrupted. Like, let's yeah. just interrupt the whole game and make it not fun <laughs> a bunch of times while people are trying to play it. Yeah. Hey, all I know is I watched it the first night it dropped. It was announced. Travis Scott's having a concert. Didn't know what it was about. Didn't know what it was going to be like. The first time I saw it, I was so amped up about it. They had it scheduled that there was going to be five different showings. They were 10 minutes each. So literally the next showing after I saw it, I think the first showing was at 7 p.m. And over three days, they had five showings. The next morning, the next showing was at 10 a.m. I got up that morning to watch it again. (laughs) So like... (laughs) It was an exclusive event, but honestly, I put it on my big screen, 65-inch TV, and enjoyed the fuck out of it, to be honest with you. It was like a super psychedelic, Pink Floyd the Wall, 10 minutes experience of music, bro. And I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was one of the coolest things in the fucking world. When it meets music to video and video games all together in one, freaking epic. It is pretty fucking crazy. It is crazy. They're putting rap concerts in, uh, in the video games now. <laughs> but you know what though you know what i think they did that for when fortnite first came out there were um you know they, they had like these little dances that you could do they did the flossing dance you know uh jb block boy the the dance move you know and uh they were, <laughs> yeah and as far as the culture of hip-hop goes there were people that were upset that fortnite was ultimately taking the culture and not really giving back to the culture of hip-hop so to speak you know what i mean that these dance moves were being recognized by actual rappers the jb block boy but he wasn't getting any type of payment or royalty for this dance move that he was coming up with right so i believe i believe what Fortnite did in a, in a positive note i think they said you know what we should give back to the people that are of the culture that are playing video games and you know that we're doing these dance moves for we model our shit after yes so i think that's where they said you know what fuck it let's just go big or go home so they've got with travis scott one of the biggest musical artists in the world to do a music video right in the middle of their freaking video game honestly i thought it was genius and it's kind of making me wonder now because i stopped playing video games a, because they kind of got too complicated, and B, I started chasing some pussy. I'm not going to lie to you. I was kind of get that tender <laughs> age where I wanted, instead of using these fingers for video games, I kind of wanted to use them on chicks. I, <laughs> They're putting rappers in the video games now. I mean, that's there's got to be some sort of sex appeal there. Like, are motherfuckers getting pussy playing some video games now? This shit is crazy to me. I don't know, man. I, I My four-year-old <laughs> nephew plays Fortnite, and... Uh, Honestly, he's his communication skills are off the map. Like he plays in squads with grown adults and they're like, how old is this kid? And literally he knows how to say, hey, go to the left bank. Uh, There's a AR over here. You know, like it's freaking wild, to be honest with you. So I can only imagine playing Fortnite will probably score this kid. <laughs> they grow up so fast. Was a teenager. They grow up so fast, man. God damn it, man. bro. No holds barred anymore. 
No regulations, no rules. <laughs> and legit, these party lines, you could drop in to these party lines and listen to other players squad and their whole entire communication. Like, honestly, I get off work sometimes with my coworkers and we're like, yeah, you want to play Fortnite tonight? Yeah, we're going to play about midnight just to not even really play the game, but party chat. We are, we're all got our headphones on and we're playing a freaking game together in the comfort of our own beds, homes, toilet seats, or whatever the hell we're at. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the world that we're living in now. And we get to play games while we're doing it and watch fucking concerts, and man. And watch Travis cool. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> you get Travis you Scott in your fucking game now. I still don't understand how he's in there, like how it was him. Is Travis Scott a complete fucking super nerd? <laughs> like, please, please put me in your nerdy ass video game. Yeah. There's a Travis Scott skin that you could get as well. So you oh, can play as Travis Scott. No doubt. Yeah. You know, I have a Deadpool skin, you know, with two different uniforms. I mean, it just it, it becomes like playable G.I. Joes and shit. It's absolutely wild. It is kind of cool seeing a rapper pop up in your video game, right? Like. You used to be able to put in a code in NBA Jam back in the day and uh, get the Beastie Boys yeah, as players. You remember right. that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was always <laughs> dope, man. That was always dope. That was super dope. I, I absolutely love that. That was dope. And, and a lot of not everyone knew the code. So if you were able to pull that out for the first time with someone, it was like, bow. Got a Beastie Boy on fucking NBA Jams, man. It's so wild. I got Travis Scott now. What up, though? They're not always winners. <laughs> popping up doing the concerts inside of the video games though right uh <laughs> my uh my girlfriend she bought one of those old uh sonic the hedgehog classics games right to play on uh you know the ps4 during the quarantine and uh i'll be goddamn listen to listen who popped up during one of her sessions i couldn't believe it this is her beating the boss and uh completing the level all right listen it's fucking horrible horrible man the uh, the goddamn b52 has popped up in her game the other night man pretty fucking bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh shit <laughs> yeah it seems like anyone could uh just pop up in your video game at any given time now that now that we know it's gonna draw millions of people like, <laughs> i'm really curious curious to see who shows up next your video game. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fucking Elvis. Elvis is next, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why not? The king. 60-foot-tall king returns. Speaking of Elvis, um, did you hear that uh, someone... Tried to break into Eminem's house recently. I did hear that. I did hear that. And uh, yeah. there's like a string of people trying to break into motherfuckers' houses lately. But uh, I don't really know uh, all the details of this. This sounds like a stan, right? They're called stans. Complete stan. He's the definition of a stan. Yeah. And I don't know what you saw, man, but from what I'm seeing, the dude gets past his security guard makes his way all the way to the house, security guard sleeping up front, makes his way to the house, breaks into the house with a rock. Ultimately, he says he just wanted to spend time with Eminem. So here's Eminem at four o'clock in the morning with this dude in his fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking 4 a.m. in the morning. Somebody fucking smashed out of my window and I'm fucking snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. are breaking in to Eminem's crib during coronavirus. This is wild shit. That's ballsy. <laughs> Bro. How ballsy is that? You said a security got him. Yeah, so apparently the dude gets in the house. Eminem calls his security. I don't know if there was an exchange of words. 
you know, did Eminem rustle and tussle with them? Maybe, maybe a security guard finally made two. Who knows? Eminem probably jumped in a closet and said, yo, security, get your asses up here quick. Who the fuck knows? But they called security. Security probably what? What do you think probably happened to, to the dude once they called security? You know what I mean? I'm sure his security probably tuned him up pretty fucking good. Probably in a couple <laughs> different positions, I'm sure. And they held him off until the uh, police arrived. Dude ultimately said he just wanted to spend some time with the rapper. That was his reason for uh, breaking into his house. I think Eminem is probably a pussy and, and probably cowered in his room the whole time, but he probably just like played interludes from his, his old records and shit with sound effects in them and shit, you know, to let people know that he was hard and shit, you know, like, I'm really in here. I've got my shotgun. <laughs> you don't want to come in here, man. I'm going to go and I saw this guy wrote an article about me i found out where he lives and i'm going to his house right now with my shotgun (laughs) (laughs) i invented violence (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's just in there uh like kevin McAllister and uh, a pot and uh some fireworks and shit (laughs) scaring people off yeah that's how i picture it yeah eminem home alone (laughs) just in there putting together sound beds to scare people away (laughs) Speaking of motherfuckers trying to come in and fuck your shit up, man, you hear what uh, what AMC movie theater is uh, trying to do to Universal Studios right now? You were just talking about going back to the movies just last week and shit. You might yeah. not be going back to the movies as much yeah. based on what's going on right now with this whole AMC Universal shit. If I'm not mistaken, if I can get this right, that AMC theaters has been showing movies. They've had a relationship with Universal Studios for some time now. And, uh, of course, we all go to movies. We'll have a good time. And Universal Studios now is releasing movies online. One of the things that they're considering doing is they're looking to put rentable movies online where you could stream it from your home for, what, 20 bucks, something like that. And then you can also watch it in the movie theater. Now, as you can only imagine, that's going to take a little cut from the, uh, what, AMC theater. So they pretty much said they responded by saying, we're not showing Universal movies in our movie theater anymore. I mean, if I was Universal, I'd probably be a little upset at that too. I mean, get your money, do what you need to do. But I mean, AMC is now responding that they're not going to show any more Universal movies. So, I mean, what the fuck is next? What's next now, you know? There's a part of me that kind of, agrees with amc a little bit yeah because as a movie theater universal saying that they're now going to not only distribute their content online as well and not exclusively to theaters i don't want to say it's like an act of war but it kind of is a little bit just a little bit just a little bit yeah, it is. It's like, it's we're going to little... fuck up your business a little bit. We are going to fuck with your business a little bit. Yeah, it's a business standoff for sure. And fucking call the movie theaters, whatever the hell you want. Call them overpriced. Call them dirty. Say that motherfuckers be talking too much throughout the fucking movies. The snacks are overpriced and shit. But I mean, there's still a large, large demographic of people that are going to want to go out and just pay for that shit because we can. Yeah, we want to. We can. I want to take a hundred dollar bill and burn that shit right now. I will. Absolutely. There. Fucking A. <laughs> Fuck all y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to do that shit, I can do whatever the fuck I want. So I personally don't think movie theaters are that shitty, but I don't mind watching a nice movie at home. So I'm kind of like on the fence of everything. All right. There's certain yeah. movies I want to watch at home. Certain movies I want to see in a theater. All right. It's a standoff. It's a big move. Yeah. What, what's next? We're, we're in this virtual world that we're living in now with COVID-19 and everyone staying at home. Like Universal needs to make their money. You know, they are looking and understanding the numbers that people are renting movies from home. $20 and you can watch a brand new movie. I mean, or you can go to the movie theater and spend 50 because you're going to get the popcorn and the, the awesome sour candy and the little chocolate covered uh, cookie dough balls and all that shit. You're going to spend 50 bucks to watch a movie. Universal yeah. is just making a business move based on the way business works. And AMC theaters is just pissed off about it, man. It sucks. 
But as we watch Blockbuster close and, you know, the local Michigan family video closing down, they tried to sell CBD products on the way out. You know, and I'm not mad at them either. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm here to rent a DVD. Uh, d did you say uh, CBD? No, 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 no. I'm here for a, a, a DVD. <laughs> What's a DVD? Yeah, we got, just got CBD. I just started here last week. Yeah. We just have CBD. <laughs> it got real confusing uh, at the the last of the video stores there. <laughs> but, uh, and just like it's getting confusing now with uh, the relationship between the movie studios and the uh, movie theaters, man, it's uh, it's becoming real delicate. There's like a slippery slope now uh, based on, like you said, how people are doing business and have to do business now. And uh, I think uh, AMC as them being the huge movie theater company that they are i think they were hoping that a lot of other movie theater companies were gonna hopefully follow suit like your regals and your uh i don't know what the fuck is left over star star is star Imagine. left is star still is showcase cinema still around um you know all these companies they i think they were hoping that they would follow suit and say yeah fuck you universal if that's what you're gonna do then we're all gonna say fuck you <laughs> But uh, that didn't happen, though. It seems to be just AMC on the front line of this shit. And uh, I don't know. People are kind of pissed at him. And I'm here stuck right in the middle of like, well, Universal can do whatever the fuck they want. But it is a little bit of a bullshit move to disrupt what has worked for decades now yeah. in terms of how we get our big movies. I think it's going to fuck up everything. Like now we're going to have to get new numbers and shit, right? We are not going to know. We're not going to know how well something is really going to do in a the theater because now it's on demand and everyone's at home fucking smoking weed, cooking a goddamn hot dog in a microwave, uh, <laughs> about to watch the next Black Widow movie. And it's like, I, I think I no hot dogs in a microwave, man. I'm not doing it. Right. <laughs> and I say that because motherfuckers are stupid. I don't know. I think it's a bad move to take movies and put them online. I don't want to see it, but the boomer in me doesn't want to see things die. You mentioned Blockbuster Video, and there's a part of me that was a little bummed out when the video stores went away, you know? And now movie theaters are going to go away, too, and I think, I think it just kind of makes me sad a little bit. They're not always bad experiences at the movie theater, right? There's not always somebody kicking your chair. No, of course not. That's not true. There usually is always somebody kicking your fucking chair at the movie. Theater. Yeah, there is. I had a little Damn kid it. kicking the back of my chair when I went to go see Endgame. And I turned around and looked at him and I said, listen, kid, I'm trying to enjoy this movie just like you. <laughs> Stop kicking my chair. <laughs> and, I, and I probably look like Thanos to him in that moment of time. But I was, I was literally that pissed. <laughs> and... I don't know. The snacks are a little overpriced and I don't know. The the movie theater that I go to around the corner from my house, they don't even have Reese's Pieces. They don't even have Reese's Pieces. I like to put Reese's Pieces in my popcorn. Bro, and they don't even it's a have, game changer. Yeah, they don't even have Reese's Pieces there, so I usually have to bring in my own separate Reese's Pieces. You know, maybe, maybe I am to the point where I don't give a fuck about movie theaters anymore. You don't. You know what's next is AMC is going to offer delivery popcorn servers to get hot popcorn. So when you rent your movie, you could uh, you could simply uh, order the popcorn and candy. And Ooh, get, it your house. get your overpriced snacks delivered within minutes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Bucks. Hey, you feel me? That's a Business good idea. Happens. Business happens. <laughs> Got to evolve. <laughs> yes, I would like to rent the new Black Widow amc online and then a little box pops up would you like any snacks with that <laughs> movie starts in 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. do you need snacks we'll give you however much time it takes for the fucking snacks to arrive before your movie starts we don't give a fuck <laughs> right. it takes 45 minutes for the snacks to arrive the movie starts in an hour <laughs> get these snacks out there god damn it we'll do whatever the fuck we can yeah man i think you're onto something Oh, here it is. Here it is. You can schedule a date appointment for your movie experience oh. in the comfort of your own home. So 
nine o'clock tonight, I have a scheduled movie to go to, and I can have AMC deliver my goods at about, mm, let's do it at about oh 8.50. God, I should edit all of this out. This is too good. If they're listening to this right now, God damn it. <laughs> let's go. You got it. This is great. This got is great. it. <laughs> I'm getting online tomorrow with AMC straight up, man. Keep that relationship with Universal. Let's just fucking find ways for everybody to distribute the media. Let's just all find ways to distribute it online. Let's all do it that way. That's the way to do it. And we all just get along. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> That's where I want. I want to bring that time back. Yeah. Mm. During the COVID. Yeah. Let's try to incite a, a race war while we're all social distancing ourselves. Right. <laughs> this is actually the best time to do a race war while we're social distancing, to be honest with you. At least you know you have to stay six feet apart from each other. Like the movie A Time to Kill, where there's like there's like a street downtown. And everybody invades, like, all of the town's black people come from one side, and all of the town's clansmen come from another side, and they're just separated by six feet in the middle of them. We white people clean with alcohol. <laughs> Us black people, we clean with vinegar. That's not the proper use of the CDC claims you should do. We don't give a fuck. This shit works. <laughs> And they're going to have a face-off right in the middle of town hall. Yeah. Everybody's going to spray <laughs> bottles of alcohol and spray bottles of vinegar, spraying it on shit. Your boy Michael Rappaport is up there on the rooftop sniping black people and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Drinking alcohol while fucking <laughs> dousing himself in vinegar <laughs> with his confused ass. <laughs> you don't like Michael Rapp, huh? Yeah, there's something about him, man. I like him. But sometimes he's just like over the top with the uh, like, we get it, bro. You're from Brooklyn, New York, and you like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get it, bro. We get it. You know, he's some, <laughs> there's something about him that I'm just like, dude, shut up already. You know, I like him. But then there's a point where I'm just like, man, shut your mouth. Just shut up. See, I love Mike Rap. That's my homie. <laughs> I, I like him, bro. I like him. It's like there's a thing. It's weird. It's, I I kind of look at him like a family member almost. I've grown with him for so many years, and right? I have enjoyed him. Right. But like now, now he's my cousin. That I'm like, God, get the fuck away from oh, me. Oh, right. That's a good <laughs> analogy right there. See, I I fucks with him, man. That's my homie. My man sent me. My man sent me two shirts. I got two ah. shirts from Michael Rapport. Sent them to That's me. That's what's up. Didn't That's even pay up. for him. I was like, yo. Send me some shirts, Mike Rap, and he did. He slid into my DMs and was like, what's your address? And I fucking gave homie my address. All right, I didn't give him my address, but I gave his podcast, I Am Rappaport, my address, and they sent me shirts. I fucking can't hate on Mike Rap. Motherfucker sent me two free shirts. And that's what's up. Thanks, Mike Rap. honestly, I would probably meet Mike Rap and think he's an asshole. He'd probably think I'm an asshole. We'd probably end up liking each other on some crazy shit, to be honest with you. We'll probably have like the same favorite hip hop song or some dumb shit. But. Same, same. Mike and I are gonna fucking chop shit up. And hey, did you ever skate when you were younger? Fuck yeah, I skated. I, I thought you did. <laughs> I used to. I used to skate when I was younger, bro. I was a part of that culture, most definitely inside out. Like you were probably better than I was, but I enjoyed skating. I fucking knew how to do some tricks and shit, all that shit. Like I had a crew that I fucking skated with, all that. But I just sent you fucking Lil Wayne's newest video that he just dropped three days ago, and it's pretty much a skate video. It's two songs together. It's about seven minutes long. But honestly, I went into it knowing that he was a skater, but for, I was fucking blown away at this kid's skills on a fucking deck, bro. He's actually really Lil fucking Wayne. good. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, huh? Yeah, hmm. yeah, not to get too far off hmm. our recording and shit, bro, but I just wanted to say that. That shit's it's fucking amazing. I was like, oh my fucking God. He's he's good. And like you could tell that he's like still no Tony Hawk, but bro, he, he in this fucking montage, he pulls off some fucking great fucking moves that you have to fucking like tip your fucking hat. He is no fucking phony. He's a skater, you know? Yeah, man. I was fucking around for yeah. years on skateboards, man. Yeah. I used to fuck with Birdhouse Project. That was my uh skateboard yeah. deck company that I'd only fuck with. I'd only fuck with Birdhouse. I didn't fuck yeah. with anybody else. I like Birdhouse. I don't even know yeah, if they're still around right. anymore, but yeah, I fuck with Birdhouse Project. 
Yeah. So uh, I had some cool decks from them. Yeah. I honestly don't know if they're around anymore or not. Speaking of businesses that uh, may not be around anymore, you know, we all know what's going on with the with the COVID. It's it's killing people. It's claiming the lives of tens of thousands. But now we're starting to see uh, some major businesses going under as a result of the countrywide mass quarantines, you know, most of which are still in effect, right? Uh, Logan's Restaurants has announced that they have closed all something, what, 200 of their locations permanently. You ever go to Logan's? Yeah, I've been to Logan's a handful of times. Had a little burger, fries, lots of barbecue sauce I didn't need to consume. Yeah, I've been to Logan's. It's not a bad place, right? It was okay. It was all right. Except for the crazy motherfucker who was always there clawing people in the head and shit. But other than that, I didn't mind the place. (laughs) (laughs) I just made a bad X-Men joke, and then like I have the nerve to say that Fortnite is nerdy. (laughs) But uh, anyways, we we got Logan's. They're closing down, and then... We also learned this week that a popular spot here in Detroit is also closing its doors, the Punch Bowl Social. Did you ever go in there? You know, I have been there a handful of times, and every single occasion I happen to go, I end up getting absolutely the worst service I think I've ever received in any establishment ever. I went in with a handful of people that were all well-to-do in the service industry that were really getting ready to dime out these bartenders. And like, it was so strange. There were like 20 of us, but our two bartenders spent their time talking to like two bros on the other side of the bar. So it was the craziest thing ever. Like we would have dimed them out with like super duper duper, like well percentage tips, but horrible service. Every time I've gone, I went back on a different occasion just to, just to hang out with a couple of friends. Like let's, let's, have a couple drinks here and sit down and like literally sat down for 10 minutes and did not get any service because the bartender was again on a different occasion occupied with someone else at the other side of the bar, you know? And uh, yeah, every single time I went there, it was just the worst, worst time I ever had. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'd rather go to the hole in the wall with the dirty glasses and enjoy my fucking evening. (laughs) See, now you mentioned going into the hole in the wall. Which is a polar opposite of the punch bowl social. Like the punch bowl social was what it was. It was like bougie food. Yeah. With string bowling. But not even like good bougie food. Like they were like wannabe bougie food. But they were like still like chicken fingers and french fries with like scallions thrown on top to call it bougie with a little bit of bougie pretentiousness thrown on there yeah pretentiousness yeah i'll completely agree there yeah so yeah with with string bowling which is (laughs) shitty as fuck in itself like it's the bowling pins that are on the strings where they reset themselves and uh yeah it kind of sucked kind of sucked everything was overpriced and uh yeah, you know, it was kind of like a trendy place for hipsters, I felt, when I went in there. I didn't mind the service. You mentioned the service was bad. Yeah. Uh, I got good service both times I went in there. Oh, that's good. Which kind of brings me to my next point. Like, you and I both might be on the fence on this. The way that Punchbowl Social announced the closing of the restaurant was a little yeah. fucked up to me, right? Yeah. So they said they plan to reopen at some point. But all employees are permanently laid off. Yeah. Right? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't being permanently laid off the same as being... Um, fuck, shit. Um, the word is escaping me now. I, I just had it. Um, the orange guy that was on that reality TV show a few years ago, he used to tell people... All the time. Oh, God. What was it? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, fucking fire. Yeah. You're fired. Thud. You're fired. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing as being permanently laid off <laughs> from uh, uh, the place that plans on reopening at some point soon. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. The fucking wacky wordplay that uh, 
happens with these announcements is kind of horseshit to me. Like permanently laid off. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard that before. I've never heard that. You, you know what it is, is that they're temporarily firing everyone. That way, when they go to reopen, they can selectively hire who they want back. Words and verbiage mean everything. So that's why Punchbowl Social's service sucks so bad. I'm sure they just want to be in a position where they can selectively hire everyone back. So they put everyone on layoff. Politics are hard to read through sometimes when you read the news. But in my personal perspective, I think that's what Punchbowl Social is doing is they are flipping their business model. They're relocating. And within that relocation, they can still claim Detroit and then they can completely rehire the entire staff that they want to to remodel their business model all over again. Don't people knowing that they're permanently laid off, though, like just want to say, hey, fuck my old job at Punchbowl Social and go somewhere else when they can? Absolutely. I would. Right. It's kind of a slap in the face to, to its employers which you yeah. said weren't really all that good to begin with, though. So, yeah, you got to have me in, a, in another standoff with where I feel <laughs> on things, man. Right. Um, T- temporarily fired and uh, permanently laid off are the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, like permanently laid off to me is like telling a, a high schooler that they're suspended forever. Right. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Which I wouldn't have actually had a problem with when I was in high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't understand uh, the wording here. It's, it's a staff member. And again, I would probably be one of the best staff members that they had, like I am in everything in life. You ask me, uh, I would be insulted. I'd be a little insulted. That's all. That's where I think I am, man. I'm, I'm, I think I might be a little pissed at, uh, at PBS, Punchbowl Social. The PBS sucked. Well, it's certainly bullshit the way that they uh, word their shit sometimes. I don't know. That's all. That's all I got on that, man. It's crazy. But you know what, man? There's going to be more businesses that close. It's going to be wild. And only the strong survive. So, I mean, I guess that's what happens. OTSS, motherfucker. OTSS. Hey. Same thing with podcasts, motherfucker. Only the strong survive on (laughs) (laughs) F-A-R-S. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake-Ass Radio Show. I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. This season on Empire. 
It's the story of how Lucius Lyon, a rap mogul from the streets, built an empire. I'm doing this for my family. His three children all vying for his company, oldest son and business partner Andre. I'm feeling a little bipolar white woman, bring me my pill. His talented son, singer-songwriter Jamal. Hey, I'm gay, but nobody knows. Don't tell my dad. Hey, where's my auto-tune? His youngest son and rising rap star, Hakeem. Hakeem about to drop his first album. Free, come. Free, 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 come. And Cookie, his ex-wife just released from prison. I'm Cookie, and half this shit be mad. Lucius Lyon will stop at nothing to protect what is his, but can he be trusted? Academy Award nominee, Terrence Howard as Lucius Lyon. I'm doing this for my family. Precious's Gabby Sidibe as his assistant. <laughs> and Tara G.P. Henson as Cookie. Hat this shit is mad. All starring this season of Empire on Fox. The cutting edge. There is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do. Online and on your smartphone. Strangelabel.com. Remember this shit? Oh yeah. Oh my god. The old Eminem. Oh man. Dirty Eminem, Rotten Rhymer. Bad meets evil on this, right? Em and Royce. He was worse than Morty Schottenheimer. Shit. Seriously. Was Royce the five nine on this song? I don't think uh, he was. I think I'm fucking my shit up. But nah, Royce he wasn't is, on this song, no, but he Royce, was on this album. Royce is on so. this record. He's on this record. Yeah, he's not on he's this on song. This he's on this album. Sure would have been nice to get Royce on this fucking song though. Would have been nice to get Royce on every fucking song on that first Marshall Mathers shit. Yeah. It was everlasting. Yeah, what? he crushed uh vanilla ice like a milk bone. It was wild on this track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah damn it. Ugh. Good music. <laughs> good timeless music. Absolutely, man. Always good timeless music that you're gonna get then and now with the fake ass radio shows. Oh yeah. Music segment. Here we go. Just like new Oh yeah. It's music time and it's time to talk about that music. Oh, Eminem's house got broken into business closing and everything is happening right now. Jesus Christ. Let me in the house. Music's in the house too, man. And we gotta <laughs> always show respect to the music. Because oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, without music during this COVID, I don't know where I would be. I'm only in control when the music takes my soul. man. So mm, Okay. That's where I gotta be. You know, Scab D's got a classic quote uh, where he said that uh, good music makes you daydream. And uh, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that, too. That's yeah. a great quote. So on that note, man, what you got for me tonight, man? Give me something you know, good. I don't know about daydreams, but I've had many other dreams to this beautiful goddess of a musician. And, uh, you know, the music I have tonight, man, is by Fiona Apple that I have been following and have been in love with for the longest time. And uh, to find out her age and her grace and the way she's been able to grow and find out that she just came out with a brand new album just recently. I can't even save it anymore. I'm talking about Fiona Apple. Okay. Fiona Apple and her new album Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which just is such a solid-ass name. 
you know, and I, and I, just, I remember growing up listening to Fiona Apple. It's probably the 90s, bro. And, uh, you know, we talked about it a little earlier. It was her criminal video that I just fell in love with her vibe. And it was beyond just the video. The music was great. But the video, you know, yeah. Man, she been hot. She been hot for a minute. She make me want to fuck nothing but white girls, man. For the rest of my <laughs> life, man. Straight up. Rest of my life. I'm fucking with nothing but white girls. You know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> to each his own. Taste the rainbow and everything above that comes oh, along with it. Yeah. Follow the rainbow until the, you get to the pot of gold. I don't know. There's a lot of metaphors that we get placed in uh, this position. <laughs> I love Fiona Apple. Probably in a different way, Scav, than you love Fiona Apple. But we both love Fiona Apple. And uh, her. Uh, we, we grew up being able to witness her 90s video, Criminal, which was absolutely amazing. But her, mm -hmm. uh, her, man, we, we just misogynized the fuck out of this fucking intro. <laughs> and I misogynized the fuck out of my dick when i used to watch that video too man did i ever i you would misogynize massage and massage massage and the fuck out of my, my my pecker when that video would come out i remember that shit but but, but honestly bro this is a fire ass song and uh this is off fiona apple's album fetch the bolt cutters and the name of this song is shamika and there's so much potential on the fake ass radio show with Scab D and Gene Zach. I used to walk down the streets on my way to school, grinding my teeth to a rhythm invisible. I used my feet to crush the leaves like I had fallen from trees just for me, just to be crashed and blown. In class, I passed the time, drawing a slash for every time. Second hand went by a group of five, done 12 times just a minute, but. Shamika said I had potential. 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 I wasn't afraid of the bullies, and that just made the bullies worse. In class, I passed the time, drawing a slash for every time the second hand went by. A group of five done 12 times was a minute, but Shamika said I had potential. 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 Hurricane Gloria in excess Said I had potential. 
1970. There's a lot going on with this song, man. Holy hell. I have potential. Shamika said I have potential. That shit is fire. I love this album, bro. It's it's phenomenal. I'm hearing a lot of influence in that song there, man. I'm hearing a lot of 60s and 70s influence going on there. I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing Joe Cocker. I'm hearing... Joan Baez. I'm hearing some Janice Joplin. I'm hearing some Beatles in there. I'm hearing a lot of influence in that song. Yeah. That's a very yeah, cool song, like man. It's like that. It's very fire, cool. Bro. Very cool. It's a good vibe. And uh it took me back. Yeah. It definitely took me back. Bro, and it's kind of raw too at the same time. You know what I mean? Like she keeps that raw element of like microphone in my face and i'm recording in a garage like it's just like so much vibe there's so much vibe throughout this album like you could feel her spirit radiates music she's good bro i love this shit she's badass man she's been yeah, good she's good. She yeah, been good for a long time mm-hmm. long time so absolutely yeah. hell yeah fiona that's what's up scab what did you play tonight bro tonight i'm gonna play a crew track that i don't really understand because it's one of those songs that popped up in a playlist of mine that I'd never heard before, and I really liked it. And so I do the thing where I run to my phone and I save it into a list of songs that I might want to play on the show. And then I do that thing where I don't really look into it very much. I just say, hey, let's fucking just vibe off it based on the name and who, who's on the track which is what we're going to do tonight. So, right. hey, the song we're going to fucking play, it's called Ego Death from the artist Bus Driver. Don't know a lot about him. He's a rapper slash producer, but I know he put out a nice fiery song that features some artists that I do know. In this case, Aesop Rock, Danny Brown, and Jeremiah J. And I couldn't have asked for a better random song to pop up in a playlist at any random given time. It was just right on time when I heard this song. And it's pretty old, too. It's from 2014. So there's a part of me that's a little disappointed that I didn't actually know about it. It's one of those things where the underground still is strong. And... I don't know. If you have $10,000, you can get anybody on your fucking track. So without further ado, again, Ego Death from Bus Driver featuring Jeremiah J, ASAP Rock, and Danny Brown on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Gene Techman. I understand what you're saying, but is it sexier than torture? Shit. Yeah. Los Angeles. London, the cellulite late and fight of the night. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Let me see if I can finish it. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. We can make this better. We can make this better. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Let's get him. We can make this better. Hellfire. Let's go. Yeah. Under the sun, you die late in vibe the night. I slip miniature mantras between my cries and cries. Sugar flavored crystals and the red, blue, and white stripes. While crowds will never zap me like the price is ripe. And downtime is never met with an overjoyed grin. Cause sleep and death have always been conjoined twins. You rather lick the wreck gills of pop art. And then you 
your cement fill the pock marks up. The withering tendrils from my rock heart reach for the Benadryl like it was a lost ark. Cause my average day is for the body legions and property seizures. We cry to these seniors living a side of splodgy Adidas. Serving consecutive sentences, my corrective lenses is ruby quartz. Yeah, my vision ain't worth the jiggling of booty warts. Circumstances trap writers like Kathy Bates. Other BD colorized happy face. So my carbon covered in candy paint. It's over 90 seconds. It's a diamond rash. I pen this on a cybercast. Crushing in news items, playing patty cake with hourglass. The fact that this pony shows racist. Thursday, colloquial cake mix. The charges, the homeostasis. Of all the homies who are waiting. like we some smoking Joe Frazier's. But my unchecked wine is like some ceremonial plate shift. We can make this better or not. Cause he will. Something is nice to kill. We can make this better or not. Yes, he will. We just look about something is nice to kill. We can make this better or not. Yes, he will. We just look about something is nice to kill. We can make this better. Hey, before long, oil the bones. A little celery chop, a little pepper, a little milk of the pot. Be little posse in effect. Analog, mono, poly, man, I wore. Walloping the autumn poly and avatar. Mind on his Malamars. Money on the iron lung. Clumsy with the can of worms. Usher you behind the sun. He shoots, he whores. Truly stupid troubadours and elders. Stock the shelter with three holies and blueberry New York seltzers. Roll up in a padiddle like a doofus. Hit the corner like the devil is a cubist. I'm ruthless. The sigil is a dog with a cone feeling foolish. Seven hells calling all foreseeable futures. Be it obtained culprit, crippling migraine and strange stomach or a stray bullet through his gray mullet. I am Ivy up the goddamn lattice. March to the math rock. Raw no cartoon mascot. The Mario pajama bottoms clumsily repelling under a gibbous moan. Hunting for shitty food. Gunning too tough and better than bad magic. Duck boy shit is quacktastic. We can make this better or not. Yes, we will. We just look about something that's nice to kill. We can make this better or not. Yes, we will. We just look about something that's nice to kill. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We can make this better or not. Yes, we will. Rap Marilyn Manson, about as hot as a Manson With two hoodies on the beach, with two bitches grunt dancing Rappers, what you're advancing? Last man standing, large head so hard You ricochet off the planet With some sword play blinds Back on that shit, shit. Guess what this time Slap a stick of dynamite Where the sun don't shine Any nigga disrespect and chain check I'm tally slinky neck Blowing dope Eyes low and chinky like a many French Condo to extinction No nigga not mega death So many dead rappers Can't even take baby steps Walking over darkness It's an artist and my garden Ten nights with this shit Since Nas was right and past the margin Any nigga wanna start it I fucking bet Smack my bitch up and I'm out with my dick And it's not domestic violence cause she likes that shit There's no sentence to describe it, homie And Shep, she sucked it like her fucking life depended on me We can make this better or not, yes we will We just look about something that's nice to kill We can make this better or not, yes we will Yes, kill We just look about something that's nice to kill Ego death, ego death, homie Something that's nice to kill. We, we make mistakes. Better, we make mistakes real good. We're just looking for something that's nice to kill. Ace Rizzle ain't got the perfect hair. Danny Brown ain't got the perfect hair. Driver ain't got the perfect hair. Jeremiah J ain't got the perfect hair. Yes. 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 Oh, right. Yes. That shit's so fire. Perfect hair. The album's called Perfect Hair. Oh my god.
The artist is Bus Driver. Bro, yes. That track, they all get off. Bus Driver, Danny Brown, Aesop Rock. Ugh, just absolutely amazing, man. Aesop Rock, I, I forget that verse. He mentions the New York Seltzer, bro. I went to this little wine shop, uh, Euro place the other day, and I picked up a little New York Seltzer. I'm looking at it right now, man, and just like, yeah, they're the best. What flavor? You know, I got that. I got that vanilla cream, and I got some other shit, man. But the vanilla cream's good, bro. That's disgusting, man. It's good. <laughs> I don't, it's just delicious, bro. I never liked cream soda. Man, I never this, liked this is it. the best one. I'm telling you, bro. I'm a weird. This is though. the best one. There's only four ingredients to this shit. Dude, it's I'm like a fucking weirdo. the best. Oh yeah, and I got I got the the black cherry New York seltzers are phenomenal i don't care what anybody's now that actually sounds okay i might be able to fuck with a black cherry seltzer yeah cream soda and shit oh it's vanilla good, cream soda i never liked that shit man. i don't like overly sweet i never it's, liked it, but it's not though sweet. It's, it's like the perfect sweet bro. there's not. only four ingredients there's not. no art there's no artificial not. colors to any of them like all of their sodas are clear and that's it's all like, and good but it's I'm like the cleanest. Telling it's so you, tasty. I'm telling you, everybody's palate's different, and there's there's not a part of my body that doesn't want to like this fucking I'm, shit. I'm going to bring you some of these joints, man, next to my There's season, not. When this, no, when this whole COVID I've thing is over, I've bro, I'm bringing you, I'm bringing you some em. New York seltzer vanilla cream I've soda, and I'm going to make sure you like it, bro. Gene. Gene. <laughs> I sound like Michael Rappaport right now, man. I'm telling you, You don't man, have the answer, Sway. <laughs> I got to do my Michael Rappaport on you, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I've had the fucking, I've had the sweet shit. I've had the vanilla cream I'm, sodas. My palate ain't you. like anybody else's. I got I'm, you, bro. I'm Michael Scav Rappaport. My palate I'm, ain't like dude, anybody else's, uh, dude. I'm telling you. I'm, he I, he I, calls I, everybody, does he calls everybody Duke? Does he goes Duke? My palate ain't like anybody else's, Duke. Duke. It ain't. My palate's. <laughs> Fucking different than everybody else's, Duke. I got you. I got you. And so, just listen. Shit, the shit that's not. Yeah, the shit that's not sweet to you is too sweet for me. It is. I got you, bro. uh, I got you. I'm gonna totally mess your palate up, bro. I'm gonna bring you over some New York Aesop Rock Vanilla Cream Soda Seltzer, and it's gonna blow your mouth out. I got you, bro. I got you. Anyways, I'd say that's about an episode right there. Hey. Yeah, man. Another good one uh, in the can. That's about an episode from uh. From everything from Fiona Apple to uh, freaking Travis Scott with Fortnite. What the fuck? Fake-ass radio show, though. We covered some ground tonight. Holy hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. You guys, make sure you uh, check us out on uh, all platforms. Follow us on all social medias. And we will see you on the next episode. <laughs> no doubt, Gene. Sorry, I was just taking a drink. What, you, what you drinking on tonight? Tonight, man, I'm drinking that New York seltzer vanilla cream soda with a little mix of that, uh, you know, hand sanitary Purell, you know, get that flavor just right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and tonight I'm drinking a little local brew, Sherwood. We call it the wood for short. I'm drinking their Doppelbach, man, and I've cut it with a little bit of Clorox, my damn self, man. So, hey. Okay, okay. Cheers to you, my friend. And until we meet again, this has been the Fake Ass Radio Show. I've been Scav. And I am Gene Techman. And we love you. Be safe, everybody. Yeah.